Welcome to another episode of Built on Passion. I'm Drew, and today we're talking to Anthony and Amy of Onero. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Amy. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Drew. Hi, Drew. All right. Well, why don't you tell me a little bit about Onero? So Onero is an exclusive line of climate-specific and travel-ready essentials formulated with clean and natural ingredients. So it's your shampoo, conditioner, body wash, body milk, and multi-mist spray. They're in maximum TSA-approved size, so you don't need to check bag. You just jump on the plane and go. And knowing that you're taking clean ingredients with you, so you're not using anything wacky at your hotel or you know wherever you're traveling, And we're a company that stands for sustainability and responsibility. So our bottles and tubes are all 30% post-consumer recycled plastic, most from plastic waste in the ocean. The bottles are 100% recyclable, down to the recyclable labels and the recyclable ink. And we partner with Autism Speaks to help package our kits in our warehouse in New Jersey. So... Onero is more of a lifestyle. You're not just buying a product. You're buying into a company that cares about the earth, that cares about people. And you're doing good when you purchase Onero. And you're not shifting yourself for anything because you're getting clean and luxury products. Well, she got that right. (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to jump in, but she was doing so great. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Amy. Anthony, could you? Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started. Oh, boy. Can I go 40 years back? Is that okay? I've been in the travel industry all my life, uh, basically, without giving away my age. My parents were immigrants and in the summertime had no one to really care for us. So they would ship us off to Greece and we would you know, go to our Greek island named Rhodes, very close to Turkey on the southeast side of Greece. And um, we'd basically help our family because it was very touristic, even at that time, 40 years back. And um, it was very touristic. And we would help our family flip burgers, change sheets and Greek guests in the hot summer sun of Greece. And we would meet all these amazing people. And I realized very quickly how much I love to please people and how much it meant to me to make people's vacations something that they remember for a lifetime, right? Because you might travel once a year, twice a year, maybe once a month, depending on what you do for a living as well. But there's people who only travel once in a lifetime, maybe. And so how do we make it as dreamy and perfect as possible? So doing that for a few years and being sent to Greece in the summer, uh, I decided that beyond doing what I'm going to do back home in Canada, because I'm Canadian originally, I wanted to open up my own Airbnb. And so um, having that in mind, in 2008, when I finally was married and living in New York, I said, you know what, I'm going to start my own short-term rental. And there, by the hotel that we've been working at all those years, we started our own short-term rental and felt there was something missing beyond the kitchen, beyond the yard, beyond the amenities that are not the usual, maybe luxurious, but something necessary in the sanctuary of your bedroom in the sanctuary of your bathroom, right? That's where we sort of find peace. You know, we let go of our thoughts and we renew uh, and we relax so that we can start our our next day. And so um, I realized that hotels had small one-use plastic bottles, which are definitely a no-no. And short-term rentals 
it wasn't effective to just have these small use plastic bottles because your cleaning crew doesn't go in every day. Also, when COVID hit, we realized that people didn't want to touch other people's stuff. Like you're touching it, I'm touching it. It's really gross, right? Um, and a lot of more people have allergies now as well. You know, I started Onero, which means dream, not because I wanted to start a business. You know, at 51 years old, that's not what I wanted to start. I just gave you my age. <laughs> but not that I wanted to start a business, but I wanted to leave a legacy per se. I wanted to leave a good mark. I wanted to, to show my kids rather than just preach to them. You know, I have a 24, 22 and 20 year old son and, you know, preaching all these years. Well, what are you doing to, to teach us what you're telling us? And so I felt starting a business, not only uh, to be an example to, to my boys, but to other children as well and the community and the future of our communities and also leave a good mark in sustainability and responsibility. And when we talk about sustainability, it's not only about cleaning our earth, but it's really about sustaining our moral and ethical values, sustaining our cultural and, her and heritage and, and history. So we, it goes deeper than that for us, especially when it comes to responsibility. We have young autistic adults putting our products together. But we also go into these universities like I did yesterday at FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City, and we collaborate with marketing classes. And, and so they're our future customer as well. So, you know, all in all, we, we started this company not only to uh, provide something in that white space, in that necessary space that was desperately needed in the short-term rental business and, and for travelers that are quickly on the go, because it's a convenient product, first of all, it's a quality product because it's a clean product. We create everything here in New Jersey. Um, our bottling is done uh, here in New Jersey by Berlin. Our fill is done here by a company, Innovation Labs. And so we wanted control of, uh, of our ingredients. Um, and it took time. Um, not only the ingredients, but the scent took a long time because the scent stays with you and is very distinct even years later. And so how do we build that top note, middle note, and lower note? And that's where the inspiration of Greece came, the scent of lemon and lemongrass. And so we created this incredible product that's clean, that's sustainable, that's responsible, and that's of quality. And of course, convenient for our customers to take with them wherever they go. So yeah, we're having a great time doing it. We love it. We use it. And we've been getting great feedback on it. That's great. There's, there's definitely a lot to talk about here. But I guess to kind of go back a little bit, when you first recognized this problem and you decided that you wanted to create a solution, what was the next steps? Where did you go? How did you decide that you were going to make small reusable bottle travel products for the bathroom? Like how, how did that work? Well, owning a short-term rental, right? Back in 2008, Short-term rentals weren't really the thing. People really didn't know about them. I mean, I started uh, Airbnb back in 2008, 2009, where Brian Chechki, the uh, the founder and CEO of, uh, of Airbnb, was still blowing up mattresses. And we were on conference calls wondering where, where this industry was going to go. I mean, now we're at over 100 million vacation homes all over the world. It's incredible how many people are traveling, especially after covid and, and the business and the industry is going to increase as we go along, no matter what, what happens. I think economically, people want to travel. People want a quality of life. Uh, the world has changed and changed for good. For, and hopefully for the better, right? Hopefully we're all 
uh, creating a better life for ourselves. And, and so going back to the, to the question, so I, I wanted to start this product because short-term rentals didn't have a specific amenities line for the type of traveler, for a family, for groups of families that come together, that vacation together, for the homeowner, the host, who doesn't have a cleaning crew that goes in every day to change the products, the one-use plastic bottles. And like we said before, we don't want to use the same big bottle from Walmart or wherever hosts are getting their products from and having consistently people using the same bottle and touching their bodies, touching bottles. So that was definitely something we wanted to improve as hosts. What we did was we reached out to people we knew. And the first person I thought of was my dear cousin, Gina Torcos, who uh, lives in Canada and has a plastics company. She does Pantene, a lot of major big companies. And she guided me and she introduced me to Berlin, who's a bottle manufacturer. And we became great partners and collaborators, but also good friends with Milena, who uh, works for Berlin and has been there for 30 years. The people on our roster are just incredible, incredible people. One led to the other, right? Birds of feather flock together type of thing. So once you get one bird from the flock, you're going to get them all, right? Bang, 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 started really meeting quality people with experience and a lot of knowledge and wisdom in creating the product, the bottling, creating the fill and working with them. And that's what the great thing was about not taking it to another country. It was great having it here because it was constant and it was on the daily of us going back and forth. We didn't have to wait. So that was uh, better for our business, better for our, our customer creating a quality product that we can, we could go back and forth a couple of thousand times and say, this is it. This is the ingredients or this is the bottle and creating a, a very sustainable product for a liquid product that travels. So when um, right now you guys sell kind of a full travel kit with kind of everything you need, did you start there or how did you start? Did you start with just one piece? How'd that work? We needed obviously these products to be 100 mil, which is, uh, uh, you know, TSA maximum proof size. And so we started with, of course, the very necessary, the shampoo, the conditioner, the body wash, the body milk. Those are necessary products. And the multi-mist break is not totally necessary. But as a host and as a traveler, I hated the fact that I was sleeping on a bed where it was only a sheet that separated me from every other person who slept on that bed. And it's almost like I could smell the scent of the other person or the people that slept there. I'm very OCD, but it just really freaked me out, grossed me out. And, and so I felt that we needed a product that was going to clean and refresh naturally, the bed sheet and the pillow. So you just spray it very lightly and it feels like a fresh scent of uh, sheets. And also it's great for the airplane, for people who fly a lot. You need to freshen up on the plane, moisturize your face with the mist on your body, on your face, even on your chair. I Every time I walk onto a plane, I spray my seat and everybody's like, oh my God, what smells so good? Because it's a very natural scent, right? It's not a fragrant scent. It's a lemon, lemongrass, bergamot, you know, lavender. It's so beautiful, right? It's such a natural scent. And so people are like, oh, I want to spray it. I want to spray it. And I go around the plane spraying people. It's, it's funny, but it's good and it works and people love it. And they're like, oh my God, can I order it? And I'm like, yeah, sure, of course. So the Multimus spray was something that we added in the end. It was our last uh, product. And also the kit, the actual clutch. We created it specifically to 
to be transparent for TSA approval, TSA approved size, waterproof, so your products don't leak. Even though we have air pressure seals, you open the seal. Once you're using it, you want to take it back home. There's claws on our caps, actually, where you can close them and it's still sealed. But we wanted to make sure that that clutch was going to keep everything intact. And if anything happened to leak, it was protected. But the best part of our clutch is it opens up into a mat on your counter so that germs and chemicals from the counter don't actually go onto your products because you don't want to ruin your actual chemical ingredients of your actual product, right? Once you touch like a counter and then you touch your actual product, you contaminated it almost. So you don't want to do that. And I don't want other people's germs on my stuff or chemicals. So yeah. And then you just wipe it down and it's perfect. You want to put your wet bathing suit in it. You know, you want to use it out and you go to dinner with it because it's an actual clutch. My boys actually use it too for their pens and markers and ID and stick it in their backpacks and they're ready to go. A concert, you need a transparent clutch for a concert. So there's a lot of uses. We put a lot of thought into our product, the shape, the size, and the clutch. Awesome. I know Amy had mentioned earlier kind of the um, recycled aspect of things and also kind of the clean ingredients. Could you elaborate on the clean standards and all of that that you have with your products? Sure. So I don't know if you're aware, the FDA in the U.S. actually only bans about 30 ingredients from beauty products. The European Union and Canada bans upwards of 1,400 ingredients from their products. So it's really up to us as the consumer to be knowledgeable about products, to be knowledgeable about ingredients, to look at what's in our products, to look at what we're using, because no one else is really looking out for us. So in that vein, Onero took it upon themselves to create its own clean standards using a lot of the standards from the European Union, who bans a lot more ingredients, to make sure we're giving the most high quality products most high quality ingredients without any questionable products that are of known endocrine disruptors or, you know, have long-term health effects because we just, we don't ban those ingredients. There actually hasn't been a major beauty law passed since I think it was 1938. So think of everything that's gone. I mean, World War II has gone on. We've, we've created a lot of chemicals, a lot of products, a lot of ingredients since then, but there's no regulation on them. So As a consumer, you should always check your labels. I'm a big proponent of checking your labels. So we like like to give people a peace of mind of, you know, if you're not as stringent, you're using our products. So, you know, we've done the work for you. And we stand by our products. Why? Because we're part of the process of creating them. And we use them too. I use the multi-mist spray as perfume every day. (laughs) (laughs) We're our best customer. (laughs) It is the best perfume. I'm just letting you know. For every lady out there. It's phenomenal. I'm going to send them to you. <laughs> That's great. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, in uh, a couple episodes ago, I interviewed or I talked to Plain Products, and they make a, a refillable aluminum shampoo and skincare products, and they also do clean products. And we talked about, you know, I've read some of the the shampoos in my shower that my wife uses, and some of them look a little bit more like tire sealant than what you would want to put on your hair with the ingredients they have in there. But yeah, it's, it's awesome to see that companies are kind of taking it upon themselves to, you know, impose the standard that the government is not imposing. Yeah. Um, and as like a side note, fragrance can be listed on an ingredient. And in the eyes of the FDA, fragrance is a trade secret. So companies don't have to disclose what's in that. 
So our fragrance is all made from essential oils. So you know what's in it. You could use any variety of chemicals and it's not even on the label because it goes under as fragrance. So check your labels. Yeah, that's very interesting. So it seems like you, Anthony, you guys made kind of a bit of a jump from targeting like short-term rental owners versus targeting the end consumer. Do you have like two different product lines for those two different people or are you, you kind of move your focus towards just the traveler? We never really shifted. Always our agenda was in our mission was to support the traveler, but the traveler that comes to the short-term rental and stays there and uses the product or the traveler that decides to buy it online or the traveler that decides to buy it, let's say at duty free or a spa or a boutique store. Um, so it's, oh, it's always about the traveler and it's the same product. So our product is actually climate specific. It's for hot, humid weather, the sun chaser. And so, you know, as a dreamer, Onera, which means dream, you chase the sun. So that now we have another line that's coming soon. That's the snow seeker. And so you're seeking the snow and it's for uh, cold, dry weather. So we do have uh, other collections that are coming for specific climates, but the customer, it's always about the customer being convenient. So having a convenient size. Another thing that we are working on right now is refillable. That's really important to us. We don't want plastic in our waste. So we are in the midst of talking about that with Berlin and Innovation Labs and making them as well uh, waste proof maybe doing bulk but anyways I don't want to get into that but we're we're trying to really cut down on any kind of waste and emissions because uh, our products are are favored in in Europe as well right now there are companies that are asking for our products and we'd be going against our values and our moral and ethical like mission if we all of a sudden from zero emissions start sending products to Greece or to Italy So we are looking at manufacturing plants that Berlin actually has in Italy and in Greece. So we're going to pick the spot that we feel is is more strategic in order to cut emissions and not just send a product because somebody's willing to buy it. Mm, That's great. Where and how are you guys selling right now? Are you in stores or are you only online? We have our website. So we're on e-commerce. We have shop now on our Instagram, our Facebook, our LinkedIn I think, Amy, we are on Pinterest as well, shop now. Are we on Pinterest? Well, we're, we're working on that. Yes. Well, you can't be everywhere, right? Right now, we, we're growing our Pinterest, and we're not certainly not getting a lot of orders through Pinterest. Our you know main order, like direct-to-consumer order, is through Instagram and Facebook. And then we partnered up with a few local stores in this area and one store up in Toronto to buy the products there. We have some deals with hotels and a duty-free store coming up. So we're trying to get, that helps us, you know, keep our footprint down too, if people can go to a local place and buy it. So we're strategically trying to be in all places to make it the easiest and the most efficient way for people to receive our product. What would you say has been the hardest part of starting the business? Oh, money, team. (laughs) You know, finding a great team of people. And, you know, we're, we're constantly running into obstacles with a startup. And so we have a great team of people that work together, work all hours of the, of the day. 
and we're learning, we're constantly learning. And that, so that's the thing we're, we're constantly moving like a, like a well-oiled machine trying to figure things out, which is fantastic because, you know, there's people who don't understand the startup world, you know, the startup world is, is about a journey. It's not really the end result. The end result might never come. And so you have to understand that, that sometimes it's a, it's a selfless journey, but there's so many benefits to it, so much to learn, a lot of great people that we meet along the way. And to me, that's more important than what is at the end of that journey. Of course, financially, you know, things cost money. Everywhere you look, there's a different app to do things better, more efficiently, more effectively, you know, so uh, things cost money. And so you need to make money <laughs> when you make that investment. Um, right now, we're the sole owners of Onero. When we start to launch the next few products that we're looking at, we are looking for investors to invest in the company. Uh, we have a lot of people who do want to invest, but we want to pick our people strategically. You know, it is about the people. At the end of the day, it's about the people who make the success of the company, whether it's an investor, whether it's a team player, and whether it's the owner. So uh, we want to be true in that sense as well. Yeah, absolutely. Building a team is definitely one of the hardest things, uh, especially early on. And I mean, honestly, as you continue to scale as well, continuing the culture um, that you need to set forth and, you know, holding true to your values, especially as you grow and bring more people into the fold. It's uh, harder than people think that it is, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and and saying what you just said, and I'm sorry I cut you off, but a third sort of problem, and there's a few problems, you know, creating a startup, but one that is also important uh, to mention is keeping true to the sustainability and responsibility of the product and the company and offering a quality product at the best price to your customer. And keeping that balance is really important. And we're constantly challenged every day in our decision making, walking down uh, that road. Yeah, absolutely. Where do you guys see the business heading in the next, you know, five years? All over duty-free, casinos, spas, boutiques, where there's travelers, we want Onero to be, not only physically, but uh, in essence, you know, Onero means dream and we want to make people's dreams come true. We want to be a part of their journey. And like Amy said, it's a lifestyle. You know, how do we live a righteous life? I know it sounds so cliche but how do we be good people that's it just be good humans on this earth and lead the pack for future generations to come and how do we live a quality life and when i mean quality life it's it's not the you know financial end of it but a quality a healthy life a healthy soul and do good and spread good and how do we do that by experiencing other people's cultures heritage you know traveling the world and meeting people and getting to know others. And really, we're all the same at the end of the day. We all want the same thing. We all want to live to our fullest and truest potential, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, before we wrap this up, I want to give you one more chance to um, plug the company and tell everyone how to find you. So you can shop online at theonero.com. You can find us on Instagram at, at theonero underscore and find us on Facebook at theonero. 
So those are the places to find us. Subscribe to our newsletter. You'll get our monthly blog through that. And then travel tips, sustainability tips, anything to make you part of the Onero lifestyle. We'd like to welcome you into our family. So please join us. Yes. And you could also email us. We're, we're humans behind that email. Hello at theonero.com or Anthea at theonero.com. I would love to chat, whether it's about the product or where the product's going or be a part of the team or be an affiliate. We would love to hear from you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Amy and Anthea. It was great talking to you today. Thank you, Drew. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Built on Passion podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are still listening right now, you need to leave a review. Like seriously, if you are committed enough to listen to the outro, then you must be a fan and we would love to hear your thoughts. Be sure to share this episode with a friend who's thinking about starting a passion project business. And as always, tune in next week for another episode.